Welcome to the front seat, everybody. Yes, I do mean the front seat. We are on the road again, so to speak. You want to sing the song, Lisa? No, please. Okay, uh, we won't sing the song then. Uh, but anyway, we are on the road again, heading to Decora. We'll pick up our son, but I thought we'd do a podcast on the road because, you know, it's raining and what else are you going to do? So, uh, yeah, you got us here on Don't Talk to Me Rudely. Uh, glad to have everybody here. Lisa, how you been? Really good. Why is that? I don't know. Seems like a standard response. Oh, well, it, it, it has been an eventful week. Um, what something went down last weekend that we need to talk, or last week, I think it was. It did. Ah, this, yeah, what was it? I don't know. I don't remember now either. It was important at the time. I remember we were gonna have to talk about it this week, but okay. uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so, uh, let's see, the rain is not ending once again. Oh, that's what we needed to talk about. We put the podcast out, and then we got to go on, on calls. Oh, okay. We had rain like you couldn't believe last weekend. We had like eight inches of rain in six hours. Yeah, and what did Lisa get to do? I got to go on the rescue truck. Right, and it wasn't even a parade, and holy cow, that, uh, uh not the, okay, all right. Someone decided to block up the entire intersection. Anyway, yeah, you got to go hang out in the rescue truck uh, because they started sandbagging stuff or wanted sandbagging stuff ready, and unfortunately, uh, we need a little extra help, and so thank you for that, Lisa. Yeah, sure. What was your impression of your first emergency call? Uh, I guess it didn't really seem like that big of a deal, other than it was driving rain. Right. No, truthfully, it turned out to be, I mean, there were some families affected, we know that much, right? Of course. But at the end of the day... uh, as far as the city goes, it's a flash flood, you know, and it's really hard to sandbag a flash flood. Um, by the time you get it set up, the water's already coming back down and, you know, the damage is done. So it was what it was. Um, but we went out and got it set up. Uh, it was requested, so we did it. Um, and then we waited for the waters to do whatever the waters were going to do, I guess. That's the best way to say that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, there's a good one. Oh, there's a crow on the road. Don't fly back into me, crow. Thank you. And let's see. What else has gone on over the course of the last week? Okay. Um, I don't know. It's, it's been interesting. Uh, Women's College World Series. I know that's something you'll finally talk about. Um, is set, feel the set. What are your thoughts on this? I'm still rooting for, I believe Oklahoma is the number one over all seeds, so um, they're, they're still my team. What about them? What do you mean, what about them? What makes you like them? Uh, I don't know. Since we were there, we got to see them play in, what was that, 2016? And I just, I don't know, I just liked how they played, their approach, all of that, and um, it's just obviously a great program. Coach Gasso is clearly one of the best around, and they're just really fun to watch. Yeah, of course, her assistant, Melissa Lombardi, is at Oregon. She didn't even make the playoffs this year, which kind of surprised me. Well, I'm not surprised, because she had a lot of transfers out. Yeah, there was a lot of, it wasn't just, there was a lot of drama surrounding that team this year. And And actually, one of the pitchers that transferred out, uh, Brenda Elish, uh, followed her former coach from Oregon to Texas. 
and uh, they were playing in the Super Regionals last weekend, and she took a ball right to the jaw, like from her catcher from close distance. I watched the replay with sound, and I won't do that again, and uh, it was dreadful to say the least. They did uh, take her off, take, take her to the hospital, uh, everything actually checked out okay, and I, she... Uh, like her catcher was throwing one back to her? No, like it was a bunt. She, the pitcher didn't field it, and the oh. catcher did, and she was throwing down to second, and her pitcher was standing right there, and she took it right in the face. That's not ever a good situation. Uh, no, and it wasn't just like she tossed it, you know. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, anyway, she's so I did see a picture yesterday that her coach from Texas took. They took a, a selfie. Yeah. And um, her whole side of her face and like half of her mouth is huge. <laughs> Imagine um, that. But good to see that she's okay. She'll she'll make a full recovery. And they were playing Minnesota. No. Nope, they're playing Alabama. Oh, that's right, Alabama, uh, who is my favorite team. Um, I've talked about this on the other show, on my, on my radio show. I had Patrick Murphy, their head coach, do a call-in. Uh, he is my favorite softball coach right now, uh, has been for a while. A uh, thousand-game winner, so, I mean, uh, for good reason. But, uh, you know, he's uh, he's from around here. Hawkeye, Fayette. Yeah, he's from the Hawkeye, uh, Fayette area. Grew up playing Pony League ball in, in Fayette, Iowa. Um, he from, actually coached in Cresco for a brief No, he didn't. Yes, he did. In Cresco? Yes. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He's coached in Sumner for two years. Yes, but he also had a brief stint in Cresco. No, like, he didn't. Yes, one season. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. I'm going to go look it up. I will call him back. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, he didn't. Okay. He coached uh, high school baseball for two seasons while he was, I think, in college, maybe. Um, at you, you and I? You and I. I don't know. You know everything about him. So pretty sure it was you and I. Um, he wasn't enough for Iowa, but I'm pretty sure he went to you and I. Coached at Sumner uh, High School for, uh, not Sumner Fredericksburg, but actual Sumner High School for two seasons. Um, have I ever, I've told you this. You know who, it, it, yes, he made the state tur- or he made the state tournament once and he got beat in the sub-state final once. The two coaches to knock him off were who? Dennis Olenzak and Gene Schultz. Which are who? Dennis Olenzak former head coach of Decorah High School, the second all-time winningest coach in the nation. In and, high school baseball. And Dean Schultz, Lansing Key, uh, former head coach. Is he still there? No. Former head coach, the all-time winningest high school baseball coach. So basically, it, I, I, that, that's how I asked him. I said, so wait a second. It took the two winningest coaches of all time to knock you out of the playoffs. It was, I never thought of that. So anyway, but yeah, uh, Alabama, they're back in. They knocked off Texas. And uh, we've got a Midwest team back in. Yeah, Minnesota for the Big Ten. And that's the first time we've seen a team from this part of the Midwest in a long time, I think. Well, sure. I mean, unless you want to call Michigan. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they kind of count, but I mean. A lot of Pac-12, a lot of Big, big 12, usually. Yeah, I've tried the SEC. And the SEC, of course. But SEC is a fairly, it's fairly new to them. So in the grand history of it, they don't have near the number of appearances as you can Yeah, except for Alabama's been appearing since 2000. Yeah, I know, but the program itself is not that old. I, I do get what you're saying, but here's the thing. and uh, here's, I'm not saying they're not really good. That's not what I'm saying. Right, but I mean, when the history of the Women's College World Series starts in like 
1978, you've got almost half. I mean, you can't really make that argument anymore. All I'm saying is that what the Women's College World Series came around way later than it should have. Yeah. And so the history is not nearly as long as you kind of make it seem. Yeah, right. So you look at a UCLA who's got crap tons of championships. Yeah. But I'm not saying yeah, Alabama or, or SEC teams don't catch that. I'm not saying that. But Oh, right? I guarantee you they will. Well, I won't guarantee anything that doesn't make any sense. But... Here's the thing. It's kind of like UCLA and men's basketball back in the day. It was a different time. The game was played a different way. The recruiting was very different. To make those kind of runs anymore, I just you. Well, we're seeing Oklahoma we're maybe. Seeing Oklahoma do that right now. You know, and, and maybe maybe that's going to blow a massive hole in my argument here. But college sports in general. I mean, I just got done talking with uh, with uh, Noah Fenske, who's going to Iowa this this fall to play football. College sports in general are, are changing in in big ways. Uh, some ways they really need to. In some ways, it's borderline ethical you know uh, i don't know um the recruiting you just the, the talents out there young people value athletic scholarships even more than they ever did and their parents really value them and in a lot of ways i feel like there's a lot of focus on trying to get kids to those athletic scholarships more so than ever before and what does that mean it means that people are doing more and more to get themselves, quote-unquote, discovered. And coaches uh, of these sports are at higher stakes than ever before. Uh, if you don't win enough right away, you are fired, especially in the big-money sports. Uh, and it's uh, high drama, and everyone's got an opinion about it, and everyone's complaining about it if their, their team isn't winning enough. Um, and so they're trying harder than, and harder than ever to discover these these talents so i don't know i i kind of shifted the gear here i apologize but i i'm not sure if i really like the direction that some of this is going okay good dynamite drop in yeah, there well, okay. you're really you, you, you are, wanted to say your piece and you i've let you say it okay you well you'd be really helpful today well if you want to talk i'll let you talk that seems like what's going on here Okay, I will shut up. What do you want? What you say I, I'm something? I'm not saying that. Anyway, let, we can get back to the College World Series. Okay. So who who else is in it? You tell me. Okay, so you have Oklahoma, and they will square off with Alabama on opening night. No. Yes. That's what happened when we were down there. Yes. And it rained like this. Yes. And then. And our, Oklahoma ended up winning it all. Yeah, and I wanted Alabama to win, and it was yes. a really good game. Yes. I and Shay Knighton, Shay Knighton had a three-run walk-off. Was a walk-off? Yes. Homer, Homer. Yeah. Over the right field fence. Yeah, I know. I saw her. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And and who was pitching? Osorio. Yep. She was really good. It, it's a shame they couldn't get back there. With Alabama. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so we have Oklahoma and Alabama. Now the rest of the matchups. I know the teams. I just don't know the matchups per se. So you'll have. Alabama came in as an eight seed. Yeah. How is that possible? Oklahoma State came in as like a 13. So, so they they go off the super regional seedings, don't they? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm pretty sure Oklahoma scores off with Alabama on Thursday night. Well, maybe. Anyway. Okay. Oklahoma State, as you mentioned. 
the Cowboys. This one, this Cowboys one I have here. Oklahoma faces uh, Florida, who was also in it last year. Kelly Barnhill, All-American pitcher. Well, let's face it, there's probably a lot of All-Americans there this week. Right. Um, let's see. Washington, who was in the championship game last year and came up a little short to Florida State. Uh, so they'll be back. Coach uh, Heather Tarr, who I think is fantastic. She does a really good job with her program. She'll be back. Um, let's see. Who else is in there? UCLA. Minnesota, UCLA. UCLA. Um, no, LSU didn't make it. No, they didn't. Uh, Minnesota beat them. Right. Drawing a blank, Jason. I can't. Minnesota's got an Iowa kid pitching. Yeah, I think she's from Benton Community as well. Yes. And you know, uh, good old Fensky, the Fensk, yeah. Bob Fensky. Um, he he made a really good comment because we honestly Bob watches a, a pretty good chunk of this. And in fact, next year there's a good chance that I may be taking Bob down to the World Women's College World Series, and not you. Maybe you should consult with your financial advisor about that. Um, and otherwise, overall advisor about that. Please explain to me what. That would be me. Okay, are you saying that you you're going instead? No. Okay, well I buy the tickets every year, so. <laughs> you do. You do. What's your point? I'm, all I'm saying is we buy the tickets, so we has a vote. And yeah, well, we on this end doesn't usually get a vote, so we on this end thought, hey, I'll do something fun. And also, we on this end is the tie-breaking vote in the case of a tie, which happens. So, what, so, what, so wait a second. We're going to buy tickets. What are we going to do with them? We sell them a lot. I know the we sell them, but that, that's because we haven't chosen to go the last three years. You know what? Let's move on. Anyway, Fensky, I'm as you can see, I'm fighting for you here, buddy. Whatever, anyway, Bob, just go. Bob made a good point though. He goes, look at. He goes, unfortunately, it really shows somewhat of a sad state of affairs with Iowa softball that you got a probably one of the, one of the top pitching prospects of that recruiting class, literally 30 miles away, and she won't even give your program a sniff. Yeah. I mean, oh, that that oh. says something. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, Arizona. Arizona. That's the Wildcats. Yep. Washington and Arizona will start things off at 11 o'clock Central Time on Thursday. Game two, UCLA versus Minnesota. Game three, Florida versus Oklahoma State. And the nightcap, as we said, is Oklahoma, Alabama. So was that all? That was it, right? Yeah. So Oklahoma, Alabama, Florida, Oklahoma State, UCLA, Minnesota, Washington, Arizona. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, quite the slate. It would be fun to go again this year, especially with Minnesota being in it. You know how what's strange, though? You see a lot of Iowa shirts down there. Yes. Iowa folks, they like their softball, but they're used to summer softball, too. Right. Well, exactly. Other than, although and that's not... why I think you don't see even more is because the high school season is happening right now. That's probably true. Yeah, one that, of the only true. states to have summer softball yet. Not one of the only state. There used to be two. No. Well, not for a long time. Iowa is the only state that's had summer baseball and summer softball for a long time. And in fact, there are a lot of high school coaches that feel that it's hurting the recruiting process for the Iowans because uh, kids are playing in the summer for their high school teams, and you think, well, geez, they're the only show in town, but they're not because there's a lot of 
whatever AAU, other youth sports. Um, well, there's a lot of that going on in spring too, though, and that that is helping some of the Iowa kids as they go to these metro tournaments. Right. Yeah. But the, the, the fact, whatever. I mean, sports has got. So but but to be honest with you, the college coaches are a little tiny bit busy. Not that they don't have recruiting teams, but. Um, no, but what I'm getting at is, if you're a college coach in the summer, okay, Women's College World Series done, and I'm going on the recruiting trail, uh, am I going to go to a 1A game between two 1A schools right. in Northeast Iowa, or am I going to go to Kansas City where they're having the elite of the elite tournament with everybody? I, I know, and that's what I'm saying, is that if we're playing AAU ball in the spring, the college coaches are also coaching right now. So they're a little busy. They're not on. They're they're on the recruiting trail, but not like they would be during the summer. So, and so that to your point, yeah, no, they're not going to come watch uh, New Hampshire versus Turkey Valley in Jackson Junction to find some. No, I understand that. You know, and, and here's what I am going to tell you is, a college coach is going to go to the California State Championships yeah. or the Texas State Championships. There's only one college coach, there's only one college coach that I know of, other than maybe the in-state coaches, that goes to the Iowa State Championships, and that is Patrick Murphy from Alabama because he's an old Iowa boy. Um, and, you know, shout out to him for that. But that's the whole thing is uh, it's probably true. It probably does hurt the recruiting for the Iowa kids. You've really got to be a standout if you're going to come out of, out of the state of Iowa. Now, there's been some good ones. Of course, uh, the pitcher up in Minnesota right now, uh, Oklahoma had a pretty good one that threw some pretty good gas. James Lowry from Waukee, Urbandale area. I thought it was Dallas Center. Oh, yeah, yeah, she threw a lot of games in the metro area. So I can't remember what school she went to. It was I Waukee. Think it was Dallas Center. It was either Waukee or Dallas Center. Yeah. Uh, Grimes, one of the two. But anyway, uh, yeah. Kendall Lindemann, she was at Minnesota, and I think she followed her coach to Stanford. Really? Uh, no, maybe not. She, I, I, she's not at Minnesota, but she is playing somewhere. Why? Why? I, I Why do you leave? Oh, I know that. She is the all-time home run leader, isn't she? Yeah. For the yeah, state of Iowa. I think so, yeah. Uh, and then there was another one here, not too long ago, played for Alabama. Uh, Jaden Spencer, yeah. Yep, and uh, Coach Murphy had lots of good things to say about her. said that her leadership was pretty unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, for Iowa folks, but we're not any different from anyone else, and so I feel like the, the Iowa kids that have excelled at that level um, I would, have really represented us well. I would tend to say that Iowa kids are different, uh, and this may be just be grandstanding, I don't know, but uh, good chance. Yeah, yeah, shut up. You know what, you'd be nice. You'd be nice over there. Okay. Alright, um, but they are different, and, and here's how. Uh, you still have, for the most part, that rural work ethic and understanding of let's get this done. Um, and I don't know if you see that as much in some of the other regions of the country. Now, again, that may just be me saying, hey, look at us Iowans. We need to have something to stand on besides the Iowa caucuses. Um, but the fact of the matter is when you look at an Iowa kid, they, they do well. Okay. I'm going to have to see a little more data and body of evidence, and body of work, I mean, but okay. Okay, well... Softball is softball, but we can go look at the NFL all you want and see. Yeah, but those aren't necessarily Iowa guys. Oh, really? I mean, they went to the University of Iowa. 
right? Oh, Brandon Scherf isn't from Iowa. I'm not saying they're... Josie in, Jewell's not from Iowa. But what I said is they're not all... Robert Iowa. Gallery's not from Iowa. Yeah, how did Robert Gallery turn out in the NFL? Just fine once they moved him to guard. Uh, not great. Uh, yeah, he played uh, eight, ten number, years. For, does, eight years. For a number two overall pick, how would you say that turned out? Much better. If you knew football, you'd know that he had a decent career. That was nice. That's kind of, well, you say the same thing to me about softball. He's not, everyone that went to the University of Iowa is now in the NFL is from Iowa. That's not what I'm saying. I am talking about the Iowa kids. What's that, Riley? Yeah, Dad used to play football, now he coaches. And speaking of which, I got an Iowa kid that's at the University of Iowa. Good. Also named Fenske. I know. Shout out to you, Noah. He was on my show last week, and it was really fun to talk to him about it. Anyway, uh, back to the Women's College World Series. Anything else you want to say about this? No, I, I actually yes. So if you're at all, <laughs> if you're at all a fan of softball, I know there's plenty of people around here that are, are just excited for this week, as I am. It's one of my favorite uh, things to watch on TV this week. Um, but if you are at all taking interest, you're like, wow, it's really fun to watch. Do yourself a favor and just go. I'm not saying you have to go for the whole thing. Uh, the championship series is awesome. If you need tickets, give us a call. Right. Not this year, though. They're sold. Yeah, not this year. Yep. And, and not next year, possibly, because, you know, Fenske and I. Maybe, possibly, but probably now. If I have you drove through something to say you're not going to go. Oh, thanks a lot. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying I know you two, and I'm thinking it's not going to happen. That's a challenge, Lisa, and you know I like a challenge. That's Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so anyway, just take, take the opportunity to go. There's a number of cool things to do in Oklahoma City. Obviously, the Oklahoma City Memorial was a huge thing that I would do again, probably. Um, what is it, that memorializing? Uh, the Oklahoma City bombings. 1995 Alfred P. Murr building. Yes. Uh, absolutely dreadful, but wonderful to go to. It's yeah, it, it's a tough, tough thing. Sense. Yeah, no, it's no. tough to go through. It's kind of like going through the 9/11 museum. It's just, it's really well done. Um, it, but yeah, it brings up a lot of old memories. And uh, you know, for me personally, it was tough with the family background that I've got, uh, with what I do now, and and whatnot, a little transposing there. And then I'll be honest with you, Lisa. We know some people that were responders down to, to Oklahoma yeah. City, yeah. and uh, you know, so but yeah. What else is down there? The zoo, you like the zoo. I like any zoo, I really do. Yeah. That's kind of like where I belong. It's my home. Right. Make it all. Insert any joke you want there. Oh, I know. Uh, we went to the Cowboy and Western History Museum. Which was way better than we'll give it credit for. Probably. It was, yeah, it's it's well put together. They did an entire exhibit on barbed wire, and quite frankly, it's pretty well done. Yeah, I guess I kind of lost you there. I wasn't as enthused about that as well the, the reason why i was enthused is because at that time i was teaching a pretty good chunk on barbed wire and how it changed the west and it did that's why they put the exhibit in yeah. um but you know we can get into that historical stuff another time what else is cool about oklahoma city blues barbecue is really good i'm pretty yeah if you're a barbecue fan you're gonna you're gonna have a good time there's plenty of options down there. there's a rudy's barbecue down there too yeah that's like a chain though, but i know but it was good well yeah was it not where's the did you bring the pulled yeah, pork? Yeah, I did. Okay, good. Uh, um, I smoked the pork butt yesterday, and it turned out pretty good, I think. Yeah. KJ liked it. Yeah, she did. 
Lisa says, eh, it's okay. It was fine. That, see, that's what I'm getting at. I did an amazing job, and it was competition level, but uh, it was fine. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, what else is down there that's good? So Blues Barbecue is good. That's really close to the memorial. There's a steakhouse down there that we didn't go to because, you know, money. Well, yeah, well, that. And we stayed in Edmond, which is just the north side of Oklahoma Yeah, it's just past the... It's in between the two uh, I-35, I-44 chain interchanges. It really, it was a nice spot to be. It was perfect. We were, what, five minutes from the stadium? Yep. And getting, I mean, they have shuttle, you park, free parking, you park in this parking lot, shuttle come pick you up and take you right to the field. And you can't ask for anything better, except when it starts raining and everyone's trying to get back on the bus. Because there's nowhere to hide from the rain in the sea. No. Nowhere. So everyone and their brother is trying to get back on the bus to go back to their car to go back to their hotel, and um, you know, thirteen thousand people trying to get on. Well, there it wasn't. It's was probably about ten. Well, that's way different then. Yeah. Well, whatever. So, well, anyway. Uh, you remember that night? I we brought rain equipment along. Yeah. Rain gear, and I said, ah, you know what? I ah, we'll be fine without it. I think. And we never didn't bring it again. Yeah. Ever. Like, it, it's like scheduled it's to be no... Like, it's to carry it around, but we're not doing yeah, that again. No cloud... There, yeah, predicted to be no cloud in the sky. There is no cloud in the sky. 90-some degrees. Uh, we got a rain here. Yep. Yeah, every single time. Now, that being said, there's been many, many, many years where they've had really bad storms there. Well, that wasn't a good storm when well, we were no, there. Well, no, but it wasn't like... There was no tornado in the immediate area. Yeah, they had that last week. Yeah, and that that happens many times. Granted, you're in Oklahoma, you're kind of in tornado central. That was one of the cool trips we took down to Norman. Norman, yeah. We we went down there. Storm in Norman. Well, we said, I basically said we got. So that's the thing is when you go out there for a week, uh, the first day there's uh, the first two days there's games during the daytime. The problem with the games during the daytime is they're bloody hot. It's so damn hot. Like 95 degrees, and we're not used to that kind of sun. You know, the Oklahomans are like, this is not a big deal. It's no big deal. And it's like, yeah, well, we're from Iowa, and we just came out of winter. We're pasty white, and we're not ready for it. Um, and so it got to the point where we ended up not going to some of the daytime games. Well, yeah, but you're also playing, those are usually Concy games. So if, if your team's not playing, you may or may not be interested anyway. Right. Well, and, and the other thing is, in our case, it was, I mean, we, went, we so had UC, just gotten there. Yeah, so UCLA was in it, and they had looked like total crap. And uh, so it was kind of like, hmm, do you really want to go watch them? No, like, you don't. Well, so that was the thing. We got down there in, by probably the third or fourth inning of the first game. It was UCLA and Georgia, wasn't it? No, it was Georgia and Florida State. And Georgia upset Florida State. Yeah. Uh, who it was, was a great game. And their shortstop was no, nuts. Second baseman was nuts. Uh, Alex. I swear I'd never forget this. And now I did. But anyway, just a total freak of an athlete. Uh, did you know she started out in Kansas? I did, actually. Well, she's from Kansas. Right. So anyway, uh, yeah, I just remember. So that, that was the thing. Number one, we didn't really know what exactly was going on because we just got there. Number two, we weren't prepared for the heat because we didn't quite understand that yet and number three um our seats were in a spot where it was just tough to get into it um you know sitting in the outfield in the softball game is not so not really that bad because you're it's not that big of a field right that's what i'm getting at 
but like I, I've said this before, our seats were right in front of the scoreboard yeah. where they had the, the video shot or the video, right. you know, which is great because, you know, it's right there. Um, but the problem is you are, if you want to watch the replays, you got to turn around and you sit there with tractor neck, you feel like you're staring at the people behind you. And there's a lot of time in between pitches. We've argued this before. Um, so to, to get all that information and some of that stuff that kind of helps tie it all together, you've got to be able to see the board. And so we actually, I've upgraded our tickets. We've moved to the third, the first baseline now. We've never realized this dream yet because we've, we've never sat. That. Well, we've sat near those seats but, before. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. This non-championship series, you pretty much sit wherever you want. Right. Nobody gets too uh, worked up. With the up. exception of buying the back seat. Yeah, well, I mean, if we really worked hard, we probably could, but um, we're in Calvary, right, you um, and, and that's the thing is, I'm trying to, the, who was the Oklahoma, no, the Oregon lady that gave us her seats? She's from Florida. Florida. Yeah, and she was, like, pretty sure Florida was going, and Florida got knocked out. That's like, right. in extra innings. They were supposed to and go. And I want to say by Georgia. Georgia knocked them out. Yeah. They, Georgia wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, Florida was like the number one overall seed going into the tournament. Correct. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, she's like, yeah, I mean, but I, but I think she goes every year anyway. She does, but then. Anyway, but we were like two rows behind the third uh, first base dugout. Oh, that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was thinking about the the one where we sat next to the Oregon couple after the. Oh yeah, we ran into some person from Iowa. And she's like, yeah, I, you know, my seats are right down here. And it was right up against, like, uh, on, like, the next concourse. So you could put your yeah. feet up if you wanted to, that kind of thing. Right. She's like, yeah, I'm not going to go. going to go. So if you guys well, I'm not going back up there. She had two seats. She she and her girlfriends were, were heading home. Yeah. And so you guys can go sit up there. And apparently there were two kids who thought that they were guaranteed those tickets. And I'm like, well, here's the stubs. Yeah, right. So we, um. We kicked the two kids out. But then we talked to that Oregon couple forever. And Oregon wasn't there. Oregon lost in the Super Regionals that year. They had a really good team as well. Yep. And they said, well, we're going to go anyway because they really enjoyed it. You know, it's and that's the thing. Anybody who's down there, once you go, you get hooked. Right. I mean, it's just it's something special. Other than every time there's a foul ball that goes up the net and they got this stupid whatever thing they do, that's really annoying. But other than that, it's – it's pretty it's tough not to enjoy every bit of it yeah i know we've talked about we we will go back at some point maybe even next year with bob i see or whatever but we we've talked about it and like i don't know that i need to go like it's fun to go to opening the the first the opening day when everyone is you know not the consolation games um but i don't know that i need to go back for the whole thing Right. Well, and that's the thing is, here's the deal. If it if you caught a weekend where it was going to be 80 degrees or 85 degrees even, yeah, um, it'd be a great day. I would I would go to every free, every single game. Yeah, I have to say, like elimination Saturday and elimination Sunday, where you already got the first round eliminated, right? So like right. the UCLA's were gone. Uh, I don't know who else was in there, but we we watched some really good games between Georgia and Florida State, LSU, and uh, now I can't remember. Michigan. Michigan. Anyway. Yeah, um, well, one of them was. Th- those were those were good games to watch. Um, but, yeah, the championship game was really good. 
oh yeah well and so that was the thing in the first one the first championship first game of the championship series a 3-2 game that alabama won and uh or oklahoma won excuse me and i'm trying to think here who hit and the home run oklahoma right next had a, kind of a big lead in game two if i remember correctly oh yeah and um it, who, who was the outfielder do you remember she made an unbelievable catch right in front of us. No, I don't remember. But you know what I'm talking Auburn, about, right? Yeah, Auburn was a really hot team. Yep. And uh, actually, I think Auburn lost their first game, and they just came storming back. That is correct. Um, but, yeah, no, they were the, uh, – yeah, it was just a phenomenal game, and Auburn hit a home run to walk it off, didn't they? And that one, yeah, because don't you, yeah. So here's the deal: Oklahoma wins the first one and hit a home run that was kind of out in our net, general uh, neck of the woods, and it got us on TV. And then in game two, we're like, all right, let's win this dang thing so we can see the championship game yeah. and go home. At this tomorrow. point, I was ready to go home. Right, and that that was the thing. We we had a hotel in our. We were staying in Oklahoma City that night, regardless. And uh, the problem was. We had, yeah, it, we're like, if they, lo- if they lose this one and they don't win the championship, it goes to, th- to the third game of the series. We can stick around for another night because you had the next day off of work. Yeah. Um, or we can pack up and start heading home now uh, or right away in the morning, yeah. which is ultimately what we ended up doing. But, yeah, that was the thing. We thought they had it in the bag, and they didn't throw Paige Parker. And they didn't bring Paige Parker in. No, and she, but she was a lot of innings. Yeah, she, she was gassed. She threw that whole series at that point. Which, yeah, I know. Although, and then you had they, the, they had not lost, so it's not like they had... I mean, Auburn had way more games to play. I get that, get but they had, like, three pitchers. Yeah. And Oklahoma, they had more than one pitcher, but... Uh, Auburn had that one that looked like a draft that squatted when she threw. Okay, yeah. I can't remember who she was. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, it was interesting. Um, but yeah, it's it's good stuff. All right, we got to do some a quick lover to leave it. Um, give me a topic. Types of trees. No. Um, let's see. Uh, fair food. No concession stands. Food. We haven't done concession stands. Okay. Just uh, thanks a lot. All right. Um, so we'll start with the old standby pizza. Just depends if it's like you're just heating up the frozen pizzas and forgetting. No. I, I don't know. I've never been too enthused by concession seafood, at least at summer events, you know? What do you mean? Because I feel like it just depends on where you are. Like decor, they used to get pizza ranch or maids, then I'm all for that. All right. But, um, I mean, I don't know who New Guinea or what they use, but like different not your thing. I actually think it's Cheese Mountain from Case here uh, Quick Start. This is probably why I'm leaving it. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Um, how about a the Super Nachos? Yeah. Have you ever, like, these are the worst nachos I've ever had. I've never heard anyone say that before. I have once. Yeah. Was it, was it because there was, like, an ingredient in it that they weren't expecting, though? Or was it just, like, like bad nachos? Yeah. No, they, like, they tried to, they really tried too hard on the meat. Oh, okay. Um, it, 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 yeah, they, you know how I don't like brown sugar in the, oh, yeah. uh, I like brown sugar. no, no, but I don't like brown sugar in my spaghetti sauce yeah. because.
because that's not how the Italians do it. That's like weirdo, weirdo weirdies. But anyway, um, they try. I think they put brown sugar in the meat. It's just like, oh. I would have liked it. You probably would have. Yeah. Maybe you need to get more. No, I don't. But uh, I, the, the best super nachos were always at Osage track meets. Yeah, see, and I've not spent a lot of time in Osage. Watching the I did. Um, the, the Cresco ones were okay yeah. at times. They're super nachos, I mean. Um, and the reason why... I, they, I mean, they didn't skimp on anything. They they, 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 they treated you right. You know who had good super nachos? Who's that? MFL. Really? Yes. Yes. Interesting. MFL Marmack. All right. Fair enough. Um, let's see. How about a corn dog or a dome dog? We'll go with dome dog. or like the like, like baseball game, hot that dog. hot dog. I, that is really not my thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, I love a good dome dog. I don't I, You know what? I have to say this. And I realize I'm referencing the Hampton Lot, but that's because I don't, I'm a hermit and I don't really leave my town. So I like their hot dogs, but they have brats too that um, are like hot dog in size, and I hate them. Oh, yeah. That, so we used to do those for the rescue squad. Oh, no. And we quit doing it. We finally, people, we said no more. Yeah. Absolutely no more. These of are that. not brats. These are something with seasoning. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I do like the locker brats that we get. Uh, Elma does decent You're not ones. A big brat guy, I so a brat is not going to be my first thing that I'm going to get. But if that's what we're serving at uh, dinner at rescue, or if that's really the only option I got at a at a concession stand, I will do that over some things. I see, and I like pretty much all kinds of brats. I actually prefer Johnson Bowl, to be honest with you. Right. Um, I had some from the Ioni Locker that were out, really outstanding. Um, of course. The Proto and Brats are pretty good. Yeah, Plush X do a pretty darn good job with, with the Brats. They kind of know what they're doing. Edgewood Locker's done some pretty good stuff, too. Yeah, flavored Brats. Fairway Brats. Blueberry Brats, we call them. If you've not had Fairway's Blueberry Brats, find your local Fairway. Not today, because it's Memorial Day, but tomorrow, <laughs> get yourself some. How about a hamburger from a concession stand? It just depends. It depends if they're scorching them to, to hockey pucks. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I get it. you got to kind of use those preformed things that you get in a pack of 20 or whatever. Right. Well, yeah. and, I, and I get that. I totally understand. But... I just, I don't like a hockey puck for a, yeah. I, I don't you mind know, the shape. I don't like something that's charred and hard. Yeah. And you want to know what? Because they're always frozen. And so it's just hard to cook them. And... Well, not if they're, if you start them and it's consistently frozen all the way through, it's fine. Well, I, I know, but that, they never are. Right. Yeah. So it's just hard, and so mine is always like scorched on the outside and raw. See, I it's mine hard. mine's always cooked through and through, and it just it they're dry usually. Honestly, my my go-to, and I realize I'm not even loving or leaving anything, but I uh, my go-to that you really can't miss on is a walking taco. You know, I had a really good walking taco at the, the New Hampton concession stand this last weekend. We went to the softball turn game, or last Friday, I guess it was, or Thursday. Yeah. And anyway, um, long and short of it, I didn't share it. I didn't even know you had it. Yeah, I had one. That was by design, I'm sure. Well, I, you looked at me as I was eating it. No, I didn't. You did, too. I obviously didn't comprehend what was happening. Right, right. Um, I really enjoy when, uh, if, a, if a town does the uh, prime rib sandwich or the, the steak sandwich, 
a ribeye sandwich. What concession stand has a ribeye sandwich? Waverly used to do it every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while. Like, no one has Like, they do it for the track meets. Uh, New Hampton will do a pork cutlet sometimes. It's pretty decent. Yeah, but that's like a special event. Not, no, it wasn't a football game. Yeah, it was for the scrimmage, like meet the team. No, it wasn't. They, they've done them. They've done pork cutlets at like regular season football games. Okay, well I've eaten. Yeah, it was it was good. Um, I was gonna do uh, pork loin sandwiches, and I used to be a huge hater on the pork loin sandwiches. And I realized the problem is when you cook it, people would slice them, and then you leave it sliced, and that's how it dries out. So what you have to do is number one, do a, a good job of cooking it so it's good and tender, tender, and then you don't cut it until you're ready to serve it. You keep it wrapped and and warm in its own heat, and then you cut the thing off the end uh, for whatever slice you need. And, and I, I feel like we had this exact conversation on our podcast last week. No, it wasn't last week. It was like two or three weeks ago. Anyway, so well, whatever. I, I think we know that yes, you like to grill, and you're very serious about it. Am I any good at it? Sometimes. Like when? Well, yesterday you were good at it. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, but that was competition level. It wouldn't have won, but that was a competition recipe following competition steps. That was pretty dang good stuff. Okay. Toot toot. That's your horn. Toot toot, Magoo. That's me. All right. Uh, do we have anything else from that? Yeah, I want babes. It's not open. I know. Otherwise, we'd go there. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it will be. There's cars there. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe we'll be coming back out here for for lunch. I could live with that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we changed subjects on the love or leave it. Can you tell we're hungry? Uh, yeah, I'm on the intermittent fasting you ever... and I haven't eaten yet. Well, you also noticed that pretty much all of our conversations have food undertones to it, so maybe we're always hungry and maybe we have a problem. Well, that could be. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, all right. Uh, Monster Jam Minute here before we wrap things up on a little shorter episode. Um, you started researching a little project this week that is going yeah. nowhere. And that going was nowhere, not because of you. What do you mean? Because you know who caught on to it. You know who is not in the car right now, thank goodness. But Oh, Landon? Yeah. I, yeah. Well... That's because I asked him if he wanted to go to Vegas, and he says, no. And I said, fine, then we won't go to uh, the All-Star Challenge. He says, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I'll go to that. And I said, nope, you already said no. No, 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 I'll go, I'll go. And truthfully, I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I thought about it. And this all started. And you thought a lot about it, and then you thought a lot about it again, similar. It event. didn't matter. Uh, you actually kind of approved it and said I could do it. Well, it was kind of a. Um, pacifying effect, like maybe if I just said whatever, then I can stop hearing about it. Whatever. It's true. Anyway. This is a day of honesty. Oh, you're a honesty. I am honest, thank you. Yeah, you're something all right. Anyway, um, long and short of it, I looked at it. This all started when I started looking into wanting to go back to Vegas just because. Um, yeah, and you said, you asked me if I wanted to go, and what was my answer? Oh, you uh, did your typical homebody. I don't want to go anywhere, because no. I'm afraid to leave my house. I'm not afraid. I just don't want to. And you I don't really want to go anywhere. back to Vegas, especially in the summer. But whatever. You uh, have no sense of adventure, but whatever. That's true. Um, anyway, so I, I was going to be able to get us out there for like $700, round trip, airfare, and hotel. 
for two people to go, like 700 total. And Lisa's like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go anywhere because I'm afraid. I'm not afraid. I just don't want to go anywhere. Well, you suck. It's, yeah, the forecast, crowdy with 100% chance of people. Okay, no. Yeah, <laughs> you just made that up or did you get that the from something? I've heard that before. I'm not smart enough to come the with that. Fire yeah. Anyway, um, so then I thought, well, I'll, I said, fine, I'll take Landon out there. To which you said, well, fine, take him to All Star Challenge. I thought, oh, okay, but I would, I would have to take two personal days, which is not the worst thing in the world. I've done, I could do that, um, and then I really only have a half of one left because I try to carry over two if I can't. And this year I'm only carrying over one and a half. So anyway, um, by the time we get out there and do everything, it just. It's not uh, for I, we could afford to do what I was gonna do, but I it just I don't know that I want to go out there, fly out on a Friday and fly back on a Monday. It just doesn't sound from that particular place at least. And to be honest with you, I don't particularly enjoy flying. Not like I'm not afraid of flying anything like that. I just I just hate it. I hate you, being trapped on a plane. Um, Lisa, do you realize who you're talking to yeah. and how often I fly? I know. We're and not talking compared about to how often you fly. I know, and I don't like flying. It's not that bad. I didn't say it was that bad. I just prefer not to be stuck in a. Oh my gosh! With a hundred people, and I don't. Oh care. my gosh! You have to go somewhere once, and you can get there uh, sixteen hours faster. I'm not saying it's not useful. I'm just saying I don't particularly enjoy it. Okay, fine. Well, whatever. I've done it many times. Okay. Not how many? Like five. Seriously? Okay, fine. I'm being a jackass now, but yeah, uh, it's it's one of my best traits. I'm uh, not, no, I would not say best. It's one of your most revealing traits. Ooh. Yeah. Burns. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I don't think it's going to happen. All-Star Challenge, it's just, it's not going to happen. Uh, I wanted it to, but uh, it'll have to be another year. Um, we'll see. Maybe I can get uh, get hooked up with some tickets through uh, Monster Jam themselves. We've done a lot of promotion for them. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we'll see. Someday, maybe. But I will say, when I was taking Landon, I was going to take him. We were going to stay at the Circus Circus. Oh, Lisa hates it because, oh, my gosh, kids. Uh, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my son's got something to do when I really don't want to have to go anywhere. We can go watch Circus Acts and play cheap carnival games in the Midway, which yeah, they do have. I know. So We were there. I know. So, anyway. All right. Well, we are just arriving at my parents' place. It is time to wrap things up on this edition of Don't Talk to Me Rudely. Uh, Lisa, final thoughts? Um, stop raining again. I feel like that's been the theme for the last couple of weeks. It needs to stop. And uh, have a great week. A short week for most. Indeed, indeed. Have a good one, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Yes.